Hello and welcome to episode number 23 of the Online Blog Academy podcast. Today we are going to talk about URLs and how a URL can affect your SEO. I mean, for most people, the URL is just a location of a page on the internet. However, for us people in SEO, it's actually so much more than that. The URL provides a lot of information to search engines. So for instance, it can help the search engine to identify the content on a page or helps the search engine understand the purpose of the content or or even the target audience of the content. So therefore, it's actually very important to have a good URL structure for all your domains pages. So what I've done today is I have made a list of nine amazing tips to give your URL the right structure and to optimize your URL for your SEO. It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode today, but I promise that all the information in today's episode is bang on and really, really helpful. So sit back, relax, and let's get blogging. This is the Online Blog Academy podcast. We are a weekly podcast to help entrepreneurs, bloggers, and creators smash their online business goals. Whether you need help with marketing or SEO or crafting content that converts, or maybe even just earning money off your project or website, well, this podcast is for you. Tune in, sit back, and don't forget to subscribe. Before we get started, I do want to talk about what a URL is. And I know that you work with URLs every single day, day in, day out. But I think that it's still important to understand the parts of a URL as we, you know, progress through the list of ways to optimize your URL for SEO. So URL stands for Uniform Resource Locator, and it's actually used to specify the location of a resource or like a page or a document or whatever, or an image on the internet. A URL consists of several parts, including a protocol, a host name, and a path. So the protocol would be HTTPS. The host name would be the name of your website, like www. Um, facebook.com and then the path is everything after the .com so the slash and then everything after that slash is the path now you've probably also heard of the slug now the slug is a path but every path is not a slug if that makes sense so the slug is actually just the the, the page where your um, web page is located while the path can be a lot longer depending on other parameters, uh, but I'm not going to dive deeper into that. It's just a, a, a slug is a path, but a path is not always a slug, if that makes sense. It's important to know, though, that you can always modify a slug. And it's good to modify a slug because a good slug is good for SEO. It's very important to remove any unnecessary words from your slug, but We're going to go deeper into this in my seven tips for optimizing the URL structure for SEO. My very first tip for optimizing URLs for SEO would be to make sure that a URL is very easy to read. I mean, it should be no surprise after all my other episodes that a URL that is easier to read for a visitor will be better. 
Why? Because accessibility is so important in SEO. Because in the end, you're not making a website for the search engines, you're making a website for your user. So it's gonna be the user that decides. And a URL is so much more appealing if the user can find the right keywords immediately in your URL. So it's very important to have keywords in your URL to make sure that there's not too much fluff in the URL. Just be very, very concise so that the user can immediately see the right keywords in the URL. Tip number two is to make sure that your page and content match that URL. It is very important to make sure that your content is matched to the page and matched on like sometimes even a very, very tight level. So for instance, if you're writing an article about the best hotels in Montmartre, it's not very good to say um, yoursite.com slash best hotels Paris. Why? Because the people that are gonna click on your article are gonna expect a an article about the best hotels in the whole of Paris rather than in Montmartre. Um, so you, it's best for your SEO to match your page and content because as well, the search engine is gonna read the keywords in your URL, in your slug, and they're gonna match them with the keywords that you're using in your page. And it's always best to use your main keyword in the URL. You also need to keep an eye on your URL structure. Number three, a shorter URL is in principle better for SEO. I always keep it very short and simple. So I leave out things like and or 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 off, etc. Um, it's best to keep your URL 80 characters or shorter. So basically people who have a long domain name should keep their slug even shorter than people who have a short um, domain name. I mean, sure, (laughs) technically a URL can be up to 4,000 characters long, but that's a bit overkill. And just the best practice in SEO land and SEO world is 80 characters or shorter. You should also have a look at your URL structure. And this is something that I myself did wrong when I just started out with my last blog. It was a book blog and my URL structure was my domain name and then slash and then the date that my article is posted. Now that date is, I don't know why it was there. I think it was just something that WordPress did automatically and I just never changed it. But the date did two things. It made my URL longer and it also meant that people would always see when that article was first published, which is not always a great thing because you could have published an article in 2015 and now it's 2022, but you've, you've constantly updated the article, but people are still going to think that's an old article, if that makes sense. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that all and every single article has a domain name structure as uh, has a URL structure sorry as in domain name forward slash and then slug or domain name forward slash blog forward slash slug um, just please don't put in your um, your date or even the, the page number because sometimes you don't even have a slug you just have the page number and that's just really really bad practice because you can't use keywords into your URL if that's your slug. And that's number four. 
you need to use keywords in your URL. And I've said this before, um, it is really good practice to optimize every single web page around you know the keywords that you're using. And it should always be the main keywords that you're optimizing for in your article. You should try to put the most important keyword at the beginning of the slug because search engine spiders actually don't give too much meaning to words at the end of the URL, weirdly enough. However, it is quite important to remember not to overuse keywords. And if you wanna know more about this, I have an episode about keyword stuffing and about keyword density, which is actually quite important if you've never heard about it before. Tip number five is to use hyphens to separate words. And, and I know for many of you, this is a given, but I've still seen and worked with bloggers that just had a word soup as a slug that just didn't use any spaces by using hyphens, um, which meant that it was very hard to read. And remember that readability was actually really important. So where we would normally use a space, we're gonna use a hyphen. We're not gonna use underscores, we're gonna use hyphens. Why? Because hyphens are treated as spaces between words in the URLs. And the reason why we're not using underscores is because in a URL, an underscore means that it should be treated as one word. So if you use underscores for the crawler, it's gonna look really weird because everything is a word soup again. While if it's a hyphen, the crawler will read it as a space. Number six is to keep your URLs short and sweet. As I said before, I love to keep my URLs as short as possible. Most of the time I just put in my my main keyword and that's it. A short URL is not only faster to type and to read, it also means that each word gets more value given by the search engine spider. Um, Also try to avoid things like and or or, as I've mentioned before, just because those words don't add any value when it comes to SEO. And yeah, I mean, the the way that I would do it is, for instance, when you're writing about hotels in Paris, it's just your URL slash Paris hotels or best hotels Paris or best Paris hotels, depending on the words in your main keyword. And let's be honest, by using your main keyword, it also makes it a lot easier to, you know, kind of come up with the URL because you're just using your main keyword. And then last but not least, number seven, is to minimize the number of levels in your URL. So there's two examples. One site is www.yourdomain.com slash blog slash lifestyle slash fashion slash dresses slash best hyphen summer hyphen dresses. And the other one is www.yourdomain.com slash best hyphen summer hyphen dresses. Now, which one do you think is better and why? Okay, which one? do you think is easier to read by the search engines? Yes, indeed. It's the second one, www.yourdomain.com slash best hyphen summer hyphen dresses. Why? Because there are less levels. When we're talking about URLs, it's actually really important to 
keep it short and simple because less is more. So try and limit those levels. Try and keep it under those 80 characters. It will really benefit the readability of your URL and it will tell the crawlers immediately exactly what your page is about. Another reason why levels are not necessarily very good is because when a crawler sees a lot of levels on your URL, it kind of considers that page to be a deep page because it's like buried under loads of levels. It's like in different folders, etc. And that can be a sign to the crawler that this deep page is less, less important or not very interesting. So as a rule of thumb, especially when it comes to building your URLs, try and limit the number of subcategories, especially if you put the categories in your URL. So those were my seven tips on optimizing your URL for SEO. If you have any questions, you can just email me at info at onlineblogacademy.com. I'm very happy to answer your questions or even make a podcast episode out of it, as I did with my last episode. In the meantime, you can reread all the information on my blog, onlineblogacademy.com. And um, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I hope to see you next week again. Bye.